Okay, so welcome. Um, this is what I am going to do. If you can um, mute all of you guys, and I'll tell you the format and how we're going to spend this hour. Um, so, wow, I, um, there's so much going on, and, um, and we'll get into that in a minute. But what I like to do is like maybe take 25, 30 minutes to talk about what's stirring up for me and what might be helpful to you um, so I can share it with you. And then I will open up the, you know, unmute all of you and then we'll ponder on some questions and I'll take some questions and we'll just have a casual conversation. Okay, and so in the meantime, what I'd like you to do is if you have a piece of paper and pen, and if some words that are, you know, catch, if you're catching some of the things that I'm saying, uh, you know, take notes, write it down. You know, in any conversation, when we are having a real conversation, sometimes, you know, we, you know when I listen to others, um, you know, there are always some jewels that they drop that I pick up that I think about later on, and it just really helps me see things clearly. Okay, so just do that, and we'll get to that in a minute. And from time to time, I'm going to have to admit people, people. So if you see me a little bit, a um, little distracted, it's because of that reason, because people are coming in. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll manage this. Okay, so the, the word immunity, it got really um, like the buzzword during this pandemic. And the reason being because all of us are trying to now figure out how to protect ourselves from many different angles. Because there's, you know, you know, on a very raw form, there's the fear of catching the virus. It's fear of death. And it is not so far away from us because we hear everyday fatalities. We hear every day someone we may know, someone we may have heard of is dying. So that's creating a, a very, a, you know, a sense of fear, uncertainty. And it's very natural uh, for us to feel that way. So being in the practice of Ayurveda, immunity is at the core of what Ayurveda does. And I thought, you know, I should do something. Even though I have sent newsletters on, you know, vitamins and herbs and things like that on my little blogs. Um, but I felt called to do this. And just only a couple of days ago, maybe just a day ago, just yesterday, uh, I, this um, webinar was scheduled actually for Monday. And Monday, I just wasn't feeling it. And I'm like, ah, you know, like, I don't, I don't have anything new. What am I going to say? I did, it, didn't, it didn't do anything for me. So I just, nobody had signed up, which is good because I kind of uh, didn't announce it all that much. And I changed it to Thursday. And just yesterday, as I started to think about immunity, immunity, what the heck is it? Because I'm just not, it's not enough for me to tell people, here, take these vitamins, take these supplements, follow this daily routine, and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't excite me. And I, I think that what it does at this time, there's so much of that information circulating around, and it's causing a different kind of a stress for us to think, oh, my God, am I doing this? Am I doing that? Am I taking that vitamin? Should I be taking that herb? So it's very kind of fear-based, and I don't think we need more of that. And that's just it, that, that kind of stuff doesn't excite me too much. It's a practical tool that we will get into, but I wanted to go deeper than that. And I, um, I think maybe just last night, I'm like, immunity, immunity, what, what is it? What is the point of it? Why are we... Um, what, what does it really mean? So, and then I had my own insights after a few days of going in the direction, which all, we all may have gone into that direction of, you know, the, the conspiracy theory, the news, and all the, all the things that are being revealed in our world. And I was there too, you know, a couple of days ago, and just um, listening to that, and and that um, I didn't get, end up anywhere apart from, you know, being really heartbroken and heartsick, and 
then coming to my own conclusion as to, no, that's not the direction we want to go. And I'll tell you in a minute why I don't want us to go in that direction. So when I was thinking about contemplating on the word immunity, what, what word that came to my mind was power. Okay. The word that came to my mind was power. That's the reason. And even understanding power. And that's what we are going to get into. So, you know, the, the examples that I can give you when, you know, we were little, uh, if any of you, you know, rode your bike or, you know, were on roller skates or something like that, before you went out, you probably put a gear on, put a helmet on thinking that that's in case, the worst case, if I fall, I have security. So in that physical sense, immunity is security for an unforeseen or an unfortunate event in the future, right? That's security. So that's all good. Um, you know, we live in the physical form. We live in the physical body. And we do need to take that uh, security, physical security. We all need that. So, okay, so that's all good. And then I, you know, go back to go deeper down into the emotional and mental, or I will collectively call it psychological immunity. And I thought, apart from, you know, it, when we were growing up, if, um, if someone teased us or someone bullied us, the best defense we have, we bully them back, we become mean to them, we cry, we come home and tell our parents, and uh, or we tell the teacher, but that's that's pretty much what we had. We really were not taught ways to understand it and ways to have immunity or power against it or power to deal with it. So we kind of became, you know, very psychologically, we are, you know, very underdeveloped just because it wasn't explained to us. It wasn't a word you know, our parents, our caretakers were not even comfortable with that word. We, we, you know, emotions were kind of hidden. We didn't understand that aspect of our being. And we're starting to get into that. So we're underdeveloped in that area. And, and it is not um, a coincidence that in spite of taking all the vitamins and herbs and following the social distancing guidelines, we remain, you know, most of us have experienced the, the, the fragile nature of these times, or most of us have experienced the fear, or the anxiety, or just overwhelmed, or just crying, and um, the unseen, the uncertain future. So psychologically, we are not, um, we're not immune to understand this the, this crisis, this pandemic, and we are not immune to understanding what to do with that. And in order to understand how to be psychologically immune, we have to go to a different place. And the different places that is above and beyond the psychological, which I will call energetic or spiritual. Okay. So energetic and spiritual. So we, it's, it's about asking the question, what is this? What is, what is this happening? Why is this happening? What does it mean for me? Why is it that I am born in these times to experience this? This is, this is quite um, extraordinary. You know, in the midst of the, the trauma and the destruction and the fatalities, what's also taking place is something very extraordinary. Something we don't really have um, words to yet explain. We know something is ending. We know something new is being born. We just don't know what that new is. We don't know what that's going to look like. So because we don't know, and if we don't know, we can't hang on to something we don't know, it's naturally, you know, asking us, well, you know, be in the unknown. Be okay with not being okay. And 
um, you know, we're using these words like surrender, allow, and love, and all that good stuff. So we come to that place and we are okay. We buy into that, we like that, and it's useful. But then, you know, tomorrow is the same old story. We go have a glass of wine and then we kind of, you know, where we're not, our, our, what's stirring up inside of us is not lulled. And we come back to, you know, here's another day to deal with this. And so when we come to a place which is, you know, I'm going to, I'm kind of talking, I'll, I'll hopefully make sense to you at the end of this. And hopefully you'll be able to walk away with something stirred up inside of you, along with some vitamins and herbs. Um, so just bear with me. There's just so much to talk about. There's just so much that I have filled notes and my mind is going in a you know, million different ways. And I'm trying to figure out words to compact it in some comprehensive form for you. So to understand or to immune ourselves from the psychological, we go to a different place, which is energetic or spiritual. For that place, I'm going to use the word, you know, God. Um, it just means the universe, the heavens, the bigger picture, the nature, the almighty, the mother, earth, or whatever you want to call it. So God to me is generating or organizing, de-destroying. So that power which is constantly generating, organizing, and destroying. Why? So it can create homeostasis. Just like our body is always struggling, always trying to create a place of balance. The world, the universe, this planet, uh, the nature is always trying to create a sense of balance. And that's what's really taking place. Our planet is being balanced. Okay. It's brutal, but we're looking at a really, really big picture. And through this um, kind of tragedy, something extraordinary, which we don't know what it is, uh, is going to be born. So, and I feel that, you know, if you are in this webinar, something, you know, something called out to, you know, say, you know, I'm going to attend this. And um, I think people who are kind of looking for the answers or thinking a little bit more, we're kind of at the edge of our seats. Like, what does this mean? Should I not be doing something? That we see kind of like an opportunity before us that this is calling me to do something, but we don't know what that something is. You know, we want to leap, but we don't know where to leap to. And we don't know what this leap is going to look like. We don't know what that really means. So, and that's what I want to stir in each one of us. And the reason why I want to stir that, because that's what builds our spiritual immunity. So what is our spiritual immunity? I think it's wakefulness. It's waking up. So waking up is not comfortable. I can tell you that. Waking up is, is, is it stirs you up. It stirs all the shit up. And it's like, it's, it makes you feel uncomfortable. It makes you think. It makes you lose your sleep at nighttime. It makes you sit down and take notes and, and try to make sense of something. So it's wakefulness. What does wakefulness mean? To me, it means keep asking the question until the answer may light up a little path ahead of you. Okay? Sometimes you have to be in the question until you're not, until the answer comes and there's a path that is lit up before you. So that question is, what is this? What are these times calling us to be? What is happening? 
why why is it happening when we get messages from the subtle world it doesn't come in language it comes in insights or symbols or a feeling sense and we have to figure out the words um and I, I think the wakefulness, you know, I talked about before, like, you know, we're asked to ask the bigger question. When we don't know what the answer is, we kind of surrender. So we, we kind of, you know, this, this, that's called grace. We surrender. Somewhere we know there's a magic unfolding and we are waiting in awe for that magic to be unfolded. We don't know what that is yet. That's surrendering. So I'm thinking, why do we want to surrender? Why is it that so many of us find it difficult to surrender even when we are asked? I mean, look at just what happened in Lansing yesterday. Okay. <laughs> so why is it that people are still doing that instead of surrendering? The reason why we surrender is not to bow down. It's a different kind of bowing down so you can see, you can tap into your own power. When we surrender, when we accept, when we get out of the way, when we ask the bigger question, we tap into our own power. Power to do what? to co-create with God, that force, to co-create. Why do we want to co-create? Because at the, you know, because at the core of all of our being, there is a, there's a fire. There's a fire to be seen. There's a fire to be heard. There's a fire to do something. There's a fire to find your purpose. And so when we get into our power, it's our power to tap into that potential within us that is waiting to be realized. And we need that power so we can illuminate path before us as to where are you asked to go and how do you know if you are in that path is because you're going to feel lighter instead of heavier so the stuff that i'm talking about is energetic it's light it's kind of light stuff it's the the enlightened stuff you know that one who sees light so light is lighter than the mass physical body. So when we see the light, that's a clue. Um, that's a clue that's telling you that this is the way. This is the way you're going to go because of how you are feeling, because how that's igniting your fire and how that is igniting you or um, gently nudging you to get out of your comfort zone and to be more. Okay, so that's the spiritual immunity. Spiritual immunity is our innate power that's going to help us navigate any future crisis with a sense of grace, with a sense of power, with the ability to see that as a platform or an opportunity to become more of who we are. That's the life path, that's the trajectory, that's the life path we are on. You know, what is our true potential? And we never know what our true potential is until we are in the middle of the crisis like this one right now. The stuff that we are made up of is never, is going to show up now. Now is the time for it to show up. What we are really all about. So we've heard that, you know, every challenge is either a, either a curse or a blessing. It's up to us. So 
in these times, there's a default way of being, and then there is a chosen way of being. So the default way would be you, you look at all the media and the news and you believe everything you read and this, there it is in front of you. All you have to do is read it and there, bam, it's in your head. You begin to believe it, your head begins to swirl, you feel heavy, you cry, you get, you get mad, you get anxious, you're like, what the, the world is coming to an end and that's what we can, that's what will happen. On the other hand, when we, there's another way of being, which is a choice. We can go this direction on the heavy direction. And though that stuff is happening, that stuff is happening. We don't all understand completely all of it, um, but that stuff is happening. But who cares? Whatever is happening, the news and the, all of that, there's a, that's, a, that's the explanation. Everything is divinely guided. What that means is we are all divine. Okay? So whether somebody is underhandingly trying to conspire against humanity, that is still divinely guided. If we are all God, one God cannot be bitching at another God. Okay? We can, but it's not going to get us anywhere. So that this is the explanation, but the cause is something bigger than humanly possible. The cause is the cosmic cause, the nature's cause, the God's reason. Humans are involved. So we, it's... When we, that's the, that's the, like, it's kind of getting the ego's view so you can see all the pieces a little bit clearly. So what I'm asking you to do is to rise above, rise, continue to rise above. And what is the deeper question? What is the biggest question you can ask? Be in that question and then see if the answers down on the physical plane there's more visibility. There's more that you can see. So things make sense. So that's our spiritual immunity. The ability to remain awake. The ability to question. The ability to rise up. So we can be what we are potentially capable of being. And understand what the, what the next step for is. So my question was, when I got really kind of bogged down, I was, um, you know, I was called to be in a line of doctors through our Indian community. And um, they invited me to be part of it. We broadcast it through an Indian radio station just to kind of, you know, it's a, a service to all the people to talk about COVID and what different things are going on and what we can offer. So, you know, I heard all the doctors who were the frontliners who had, you know, the experience right then and there. And I can tell you, it was very, um, it was very disturbing. And that, you know, after two, three days of kind of being in that place, being heartbroken, I had to go to a different place to make sense of it because there's more available and in order to get there, the question that I asked, what am I asked to do? What does God want of me? So, uh, you know, I asked, use me as you want me. What am I asked to do? And so when I hung out in that question, things became more clear. The word power came along. And why do we want to be in that power is 
because without our power, we don't have the lamp to see. It's the power that's going to stir up the fire, that's going to light your inner lamp to, for you to, to illuminate the path before you that you are here to walk. Even if you see short, you know, short view, long view, it doesn't matter. You just keep moving forward on that lit up path that God lit up because you questioned, because you asked. Okay? So that to me is spiritual immunity. And too often when we are in the thick of a crisis, we become the crisis. We react. We, we all you know, run hither and thither. And we are thinking, oh my God, the world is falling apart. And, and there, there's a time and place for that too. But in order to serve ourselves and those around us, we have to ask, the, while remaining in the physical and serving the physical, we have to ask that bigger question, why? What am I here to do? I don't think it's a coincidence that all of us are here in 2020 experiencing this. And if we don't ask the question, we're going to miss. We're going to miss that opportunity. Okay, there's God is trying to tell us something. And there's a flow happening to the world. And resisting that bigger flow um, is not going to feel good. You can try it. So the resisting to something that is bigger, that has a bigger purpose, is just not going to serve anybody. So that's the spiritual immunity. And um, so, you know, what is this stirring up for you? What does this mean? And it's not just globally. The global transformation is asking each one of us individually to be changed. Are we going to be following the same old script? Are we going to be following the same old path, blinded and getting stuck? Or th this is like a defining moment. This is a defining year, 2020. I think like one, something is ending, something is beginning. We're at crossroads. And in order to know which way to go, you must ask. You can't follow the herd. But you, when you ask the bigger question, follow, follow that tuning, that, that alignment with something that is bigger. So yeah, another word that came to my mind, the power is about alignment. Alignment, immunity is about alignment, right? And that's what immunity is. When you are, you know, Ayurvedically, when we, um, we create the, the viruses, they have energetically the structure of their fear structure, okay? And if we have a fear structure, there's an energy match. That's why it's, you know, I kept harping on fear is, you know, the opposite of fear is love. So I kept harping on love, 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 fear not because you're going to attract that in. It's just, it's energetic attraction. And so that fear, energetically, it creates a breeding ground physically. Energy turns into mass physical if it hangs around long enough. We're going to create breeding ground, um, you know, for disease to take root. So, so the immunity then is about, is more about the host. It's not about the virus. You know what I mean? It's about the host. Are, is, are you, is the body, is, the, is your body, you know, going to host this virus? Or are you, this is not a place for this um, virus to hang out. When we strictly look at just the physical and the, herbs and the vitamins, because there's no end to it. 
everybody is a doctor right now. <laughs> I've had uh, so many, so many suggestions and so many, and I'm like, just, you know, and they're, you know, telling me, oh, are you basically, I've given them two or three things, and I'm telling them, you don't need 20. You know, all of a sudden, you cannot dump your body with all the vitamins and all the stuff. And, and the, it's not going to, it, the fear remains. When we are pivoting from a place of fear, no vitamin or herb is going to suffice. But when we go away from the physical into that which is bigger, then how to take care of our physical body in a sane way becomes clear. We are taking care of it from a place of trust, from a place of love, from a place of knowing, and we're not frantically looking for yet another thing to take, just something that's going to save us from the virus. Okay? Um, so that's, the, you know, when we, in the bigger picture, the, the energetic bigger picture, in the surrendering, so we can align the bigger guy or gal, the bigger force. Why do we want to align? Because we need that help to get to where we want to go. If we don't align, we're going to be dragged because it's way bigger than any one of us. And when we are dragged, we're going to be bruised. It's not fun. So anytime when we align, we are tapping into our own individual power that's going to light up the path before us. When the path is lit up before us, that's the biggest immunity. We are awake. And in that wakefulness, it's, you know, you're not going to go um, do things that are not good for the body, good for the mind. And on the psychological level, a lot of stuff is going to come up. Um, resistance, denial, fear, anxiety, that's the process. This is a process that is happening. If we recognize this as a process, it's not the end, we will gracefully go through the process. And if we think this is the end and we are doomed, then that's problematic and that's going to happen to a lot of people. So don't mistake the process for the end. We have to go through the process because that's where the problem is, right? Our inability to look at the bigger picture, our um, having no training or knowing how to digest the psychological part of our being, how to be psychologically, is, leaves us vulnerable. And that which hasn't been working, it's now surfacing. It's surfacing so we can see it. If we can't see it, we can't heal it. In order to heal it, we must see it. So we're in the seeing part, and it's devastating. And I don't know how long we're going to be in the seeing part, and I, know, I don't know how long we're going to be devastated and when we are going to, you know, we don't know. It's a, it's, it's a process. We don't know what looks, what's on the other end. Um, is something none of us know. But I feel it's something, whatever we choose it to be. I think personal choices right now matter. Um, hold on, I'm admitting one more person here. So personal choice matters. And our ability to be okay when we are not feeling okay, when we are kind of, you know, uncomfortable. It's like no man's land. I don't know how to be 
that's when you kind of are fuzzy. You, you turn on Netflix and you mindlessly watch something and eat something. And, um, you know, then you keep asking the question, keep having the strength to go in and saying, what is this? What am I supposed to do? And the answers will come. So at this point, um, what I'm going to do is go ahead and unmute yourselves. I think I have talked that I want to talk for now. And uh, it's your turn to talk. Okay. So um, unmute yourself. We do need conversation. We do need to hear each other's voices. And I want to tell you, yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday. It's really funny. I don't know. My birthdays were never a big deal growing up in India. So I grew up with that thing. It's like, oh, birthday is not a big deal. But yesterday, it felt a little different. A friend of mine came and she dropped a cake off. And I have to tell you, I got so many. Either I was really attuned to it, but I never got so many birthday wishes as I did yesterday. You know, it was meaningful to even open a birthday card, the EV card from my insurance guy, before I would have ignored him. I would have just deleted that email. And then my friend comes, she had a little candle on the cake, and it was my favorite cake. She made a small cake, so I, I brought it. I, I sat down, I'm like, well, I'm going to take a picture and, you know, whatever. I was just being goofy that I'll just, at least I'll send her that this is what I'm doing with your cake and stuff. So I made the video. It was like less than a minute singing myself happy birthday. It was silly. I ate the cake anyways. And I saw it and I, on my Facebook, when they asked, when, when is your birthday? I don't list anything there. Because I don't, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a kind of a private person on many aspects. But yesterday, I'm like, I posted that on Facebook. Video and the picture. And I was just blown away. I got like close to 300 comments from people I don't even know. And I'm like, oh, my God. It just really, what it affirmed for me is that we are so... There's just really love at the core of us. We just love, we want to connect. We want to be acknowledged. And, um, you know, it was just lovely. It was just beautiful uh, just to see the people who took the effort to wish me happy birthday and post a sticker. And the comments kept on coming. So I'm like, oh, my God. And I just posted it just as a nonchalant way, whatever, because it was goofy. So I thought, you know, it's, it's community service. People need to laugh. <laughs> so, and so it's, it's, you know, that's what's beautiful happening on the other side as well. So, um, all right. So what I want to do is unmute yourselves and, you know, and I'll, you know, just kind of introduce yourself to everybody. Name, why you're here. Give me one word that comes to your mind that you might be experiencing. And one thing that you may have taken away from my gibberish, from what I was talking. Okay, so let's begin. Who wants to go? I can go. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna- Hold on, need... I'm not hearing you. Get on mute. Go. go to the bottom and hit your mute Sorry, button. I thought I unmuted. Unmute I... yourself. Go to the bottom of the screen and hit mute. Uh, a little microphone. Okay. I'm Go muted. Ahead. Is Go this ahead. because I had this? Oh, can you hear me now? I yes. can. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Um, so I'm Sharomini Leith, and I live in Farmington, New Mexico. Wow. And, yeah. And um, I was, I have been studying Ayurveda. Ayurvedic medicine and Ayurvedic way of living since January. And um, I'm a, a type one diabetic and I have uh, lots of other health issues. And so I'm a little freaked out by all of this. And um, 
my blood sugars have been kind of crazy because I haven't been eating right. And I was just looking for a book that would um, inspire me to get back into eating Ayurvedically and um, get my blood sugars back in control and help my like whole well-being just feel better about the situation. And uh, I came across your book. I don't know why. It just like spoke to me when I when I clicked on it, and I've been really enjoying it. And so, and that was, I think, on Monday, and and then I found you on Facebook, and I found this. So I'm with you. Like I don't feel like, um, it's just coincidence. I think I was meant to be here, and and. And meet with you. Um, but my question is, how do I, how do I stop like the fear? Because I'm trying to really think positive, but um, then it seeps back in and I just get really panicked because I, I watched my father die um, from cancer, but complications from cancer. He was, he died from pneumonia and basically that's how people are dying now and it was not uh anything that i want to experience and it really scares me but i i know that um i feel like i'm manifesting um the fear and i'm I'm manifesting the wrong kinds of things in my life i want to i want to live i want to be healthy i am strong but i do have those underlying health issues so any other pointers that you could tell me just to get out of my own head, that'd be great. So it's literally, I'm glad you asked the question you did. It's literally to get out of your own head. And yeah. how you do that is take your hands. Everybody can do this. Take your hands, put them on your belly. Okay. So placing the hands on the belly naturally will draw your attention to that part of the body, to your belly. Okay. So close your eyes and bring attention to your breath again above the base of your upper lip below your nostrils listen to the sound of the breath notice the movement of the breath in your body movement in your chest your ribs and perhaps your belly Notice the circular nature of the breath, how each inhale is seamlessly joining the next exhale. Each exhale is seamlessly joining the next inhale. So you're breathing consciously. Now I just want you to pay attention to the belly. So when you inhale, direct the breath to your belly and visualize it expanding in multi-directions from the center to the periphery, up and down, sideways. So it's like you're breathing, you're filling the breath with belly, filling the belly with the breath. And exhale, it comes back to the center. Inhale, direct the breath to your belly, moving from the center into the periphery, expand it fully. And exhale, bring it back to center. And now I'm going to, just for 30 seconds or less than that, we're going to breathe a little bit forcefully, um, just a little bit faster. So it's going to sound like this. Go. Inhale. Exhale. And take a minute. So notice if your awareness has shifted from the head into the belly. So the head is a limited fear-based place. Belly is unlimited 
limitless. It's a place of being. To live through this crisis, we continuously have to drop into a place of a being so we have more resources available to us. It's a continuous practice. So anytime when the anxiety and the panic comes, it's a reminder to go to your breath. The biggest, safest, always available tool that you have. When you put your hand to another part of the body, the mind goes there. Wherever the mind goes, the breath goes. Where the breath goes, consciousness goes. And I want to also invite you to look into my website. In the podcast, there are so many meditations. It's all free under the library. Please go ahead and listen to those. And on Facebook Live, there's some meditations too. But go to, the, go to my website, and there's a lot of um, meditations that you can listen to. And I'll be adding more. Did that make a difference? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. So that's really, there's no other magic tool, but then just to continue practice. I also have an audio program. It says Overcoming Anxiety. I did that program way before this. I had no idea this was happening. Um, it's a form audio, very doable, 45 minutes each, where there are uh, some, you know, teachings for you to wrap your head around it, some reflections, it's a workbook, and you can listen to very simple, very short meditations, and you continue to repeat that. So there's that program also available on the website as well. Okay, great. Thank you. Very good. Glad to have you here. Okay, who's next? I'll go, I guess. I mean, Okay, I'm, Suzanne, hi. Good to see I'm you. not going to be as interesting as you were. <laughs> <laughs> interesting don't worry um, I am one of Mina's clients I live uh, in Highland Michigan um, I don't know for some I was watching TV with my husband last night and in between I just flicked on my Facebook for a second and your Facebook live came on there and I made my husband turn the TV off and we both watched it which is unusual as you might know wow. yeah I don't know that was kind of exciting and uh, he liked it Oh, good, good. I love the heck of a saying. I just, I feel something bubble up and I just go on and I say something. <laughs> well, it made me better. I went to bed, meditated before bed and I meditated this morning and. Oh, you know. wonderful. You know, meditation is going to, that's why we're meditating. We are in meditation. We're coming to a place of being. It offers us much more possibilities and tools to handle our little day-to-day -day problems that are coming up. So good. Very good. Good to have you, Suzanne. Nice to see you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, Tejinder. Hi, Mina. Um, uh, my name is Tejinder Gill, and um, I'm a friend of Mina. And uh, Mina, thank you so much for the information you've given today so nicely and uh, very clearly. Um, you mentioned the word spiritual, um, spirituality or spiritual uh, immunity, right? Spiritual immunity. I love that that um, two two words together. Um, one thing that I had a question about is I practice to listen to that inner voice. That you know, when you said the word, the answers will come from within, and you just have to listen to that as you're asking the question, the bigger question. Um, I practice that a lot. It's like sometimes I don't know if that's um, the the answer coming. It's a feeling like I'm pushed to um, kind of believe in something and say, okay, this is the answer. This must be my inner voice telling me. But then my paradigms will try to overtake and say, no, 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 this is not the right time. Um, but is that the inner, I mean, just, can you give me a tip about how to listen to that inner voice more? That's a really, it's a really good question. And I think that's a question who are all of us who are 
in doing this type of work will ask from time to time. So how do you know if something is your inner voice is you know there's a word that you know when people say well, boy you know you're, you're in your element like it it's just you sometimes i hear that you know if i'm you know in cooking classes or something because um so that inner voice how do you know is it truly the truth how i know that it is the inner voice that because the taste of it, I don't forget. It, I may, you know, the mind comes in and saying, no, it's just, you're making this stuff up. It's not the right time. There's that fear. So, you know, I think that we all have an inner calling. We all are meant to do great things. But, and we all are afraid. So that's the voice of fear saying, this is not the right time. There's so many other people who know this far more than you do. There's already people doing that work. What, what possibility do you have to add? So that's the mind chatter. So I think for me, the inner voice is something that you don't forget, something I wake up in the middle of the night and it wakes me up. Something that there's like a little fire that burns and I can't stop. Like I don't have control over it in the sense that it keeps coming. And also one of the, it, it, it literally lights me up in the sense of light and dark, in the sense of light and heavy. It makes me feel lighter. It puts the bounce back in my step. It, so, and you know, on that path, what's asked for us is to trust. And none of this is a one-shot deal. All of this is an organic process. You trust a little, you question a little. You know, you deny a little, and then you, you know, like, no, then you say, you're denying. Like, this is really what's happening. So there's that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth that's always happening. But what prevails is, um, is the taste of it lingers on, is if, you know, six weeks later somebody asked you, you would know that answer. Your answer is not going to change. It's kind of like, you know, do you like blue? Even if the, um, the, the color of trendy color is orange. You may say, oh, I, yeah, I like orange because I, I think orange is the in color. Everybody likes orange, so I don't want to stick out. I should like orange. But there's that conflict then that's created between the head and the heart. It's like, no, I don't give a shit if what the color of the trend is. I like orange, Then I like blue. That's what I like. It's something that you can't forget. It's going to make you feel lighter, and it's going to... All of a sudden, you become creative. You write something or you do something which you had to spend very little effort. That is a bigger flow that's coming through you. And you just have to trust. You just have to trust. You know, in the spiritual path, there's, there are no guarantees. But we're not looking for guarantees. We're looking to wake up. We're not looking for guarantees. We're looking to be awakened. We're looking to rise up. We're looking to step up to our calling. So we can either collapse or we rise up or we do that both. You know, in these times, we're kind of doing that simultaneously. We're collapsing. We're shutting down. And we're like, okay, no, this is what's coming up. Now I'm going to rise up. So, so I think that which is going to light up the path, which you're never going to forget. And it's just going to, it's an inner fire that no matter um, what somebody tells you or what your mind really tells you, you, you know that to be true. It's like that feeling doesn't go away. So It doesn't go away. Um, it doesn't go away. You know, like, you know, like, you know. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a dominant thought process. Yeah, it's a dominant thought process. It's like something nudging inside of you. So, and that's, 
this kind of time, this time can produce a lot of pressure because those who are of us who are listening to that inner voice were like, jump now, do something now. And that's kind of like me coming on Facebook. Um, it, it's like, I have to say something. I have to say it. I, you know, so it's just, you just do it. And it's really, it's a time to, you know, there's a, the whole mask on campaign. And I think underneath that mask on, you know, the other, the subtle campaign in internally that's going on is masks off. Take our masks off. We have put them on for too long. You know, we have prettied up our faces. We have prettied up our actions. We have prettied up as to who we are. It's time for that kind of BS to end. We have to be real because what's real is far more beautiful than any makeup can add to our face. It's to take our masks off. It's the, this a big aid, the big acceptance. Yep. There's, there's a lot there, the whole psychological realm, the whole, you know, we're holding back to our essence, to who we are. This is the time to let it all go. And that's going to be a process. And I'm going to talk about a program that's building in my mind at the end. Does that make sense, Tajinder? Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, who wants to talk next? I'll go briefly. Hi, Mary. Hello, this is Mary. I'm in Milford, Michigan. Um, I'm a client of Mina's. <clears throat> and I took some notes, but the one thing that kind of stuck, stuck to me was, uh, who do I want to be? Um, you know, so asking the questions, who do I want to be? And that kind of brings me back to, um, in particular, this time of COVID where, you know, you can be fearful, you can learn, and then you, you can grow. And in order to grow, I think you need to be in the present. You need to be mindful. You need to be grateful. Um, find ways to adapt. Find a purpose. Find a way to help others. And so... Um, what I what I'm trying to do is I I have fear, and I'm wondering how the uh, country will open back up. And there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of unanswered questions. But um, what I could do is just detach and be present. And I think information will reveal itself as time goes on. So we can try and push and push and push to try to get all the answers, but nobody has all the answers yet. So I think um, for me, I'm just going to detach, practice self-care, self-love, and the information will reveal itself. And I'm really going to just focus on, you know, who do I want to be going forward? I hope that made sense. It, my God, I could not have um, said it you know, more brilliantly than you did. Exactly. It's really exactly. It's asking the question, uh, who do I want to be? What am I asked to be? And, you know, it's finding the balance between information and looking at the bigger picture, right? So it's, it's an everyday thing. And I think fear is very natural. All the experiences that all of us are having, all the emotional responses that we are having, they're very natural. So when I talk about, you know, meditation, it's not to uh, pretend them away. It's not to, you know, we can't meditate all of our problems away. Meditation is about being present. What it is that I'm feeling? What is showing up for me? So this pandemic is revealing what's already there. It's not creating. The fear isn't created. Remember, energy can't be created or destroyed. It's just there. The pandemic has revealed it in a way that you cannot hide from it. It's in your face. Why is it revealing it? How else are we going to heal it? We've been hiding it, right? 
we've been hiding it, we've been numbing it, we've been resisting it, we've been giving it any other name. We're pretending life is working when it really has not been. Right? We, we kind of hide away in our suburban little homes, our cocktail parties, and blah, blah, blah. And we're pretending. So there's no pretending right now. And it's raw. It's raw. So just brace yourselves. You know, it's, it's time to lick your wounds very gently. And that's the self-love and self-care. It's time to lick your wounds that we have created for decades. And it's time to heal individually. And I think how, we, how each one of us awakens to this individually is going to have a huge impact collectively. And I think that's the larger flow. The world or the God or the heavens is asking us to wake up. Please wake up. I'm asking you to wake up. Join me in waking up humanity. So all of us are important. Um, that type of work that we do, I can't stress how important that work is. So thank you, Mary. Well put. Very, thank you. Very good. Who's next? Who has something else to share? Dwayne, good to see you. How's Florida? It is marvelous. We did move to paradise. We're northeast of Jacksonville, which is just south of the, of the Georgia border on the Atlantic side. And uh -huh. we love it. And I just joined Instagram. And so I got to see your lovely face. Oh. <laughs> I was just coming off a different massage therapy Zoom class this morning. And I flipped over to Instagram and there was were you with your invitation for today. And oh, so gosh. I immediately came over here. Oh, I'm so glad. So good to see you. Great to see you. Thank you so much for doing this. It's so delightful to hear you and your concepts and your call to us to actualize and for us to become our truer selves and our real selves in this battle. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. Yeah. Very good. Glad to have you. Thank Who you so much, dear. Who wants to share? You don't have to. Um, all good. If you have something to share, just unmute yourself and talk. We are all starved for voices. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so good. And that's really, um, you know, that's, that's my message. And, you know, like Dwayne said, call to action. And... So it's not to um, it's not to bypass feeling what you're feeling, and it's not to undermine the enormity of what we are feeling. It's rather to be present and ask what asking doesn't mean moment to moment. What am I supposed to do? It doesn't mean you don't relax. You don't forget about it every now and then. You, you know, we're going to need a little bit more rest and more retreating than normal. I've done that too. It's like when it's just too much, I'm just, I, I can't. I need space here to figure this stuff out. So you retreat, you come back. So the big word that, you know, I want you to keep in hand is allow. Be present and allow yourself to feel what you feel. So, um. What I, you know, what started stirring up in me um, last night was, you know, two years ago, I, I did these programs called Heal Your Life. And we, I had, they were live, I podcasted them. The podcasts are available on my library. Um, but I even went a little deeper or a little further above that. Um, because the word power, 
the word power just is what keeps on popping up to me. And I, um, I think that um, our smaller, smaller steps are going to take us to our bigger calling. We don't know what that is. We only know what the small steps are. If any of you are getting my newsletter, you're, you're seeing that I'm kind of changing every day. Because I'm, I'm like, I think I'm going to do this group coaching. I think that's how I can support people. Then I'm like, no, that's not working. People don't even know what the heck they want. They're like numbed right now. So, and I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I only know what's stirring up inside of me and what I can offer. Maybe it'll go, maybe it won't. I don't know. So I thought that, you know, those of us who are kind of sitting on the edge of our seat, like there's that pulsing, like, come on, you know, grow out of that old way of being. Get over that shit already go become who you truly are in the deepest folds of your heart. Let the world know who you are. And I think if we don't kind of it, and that's the, that's where I think I want to like form a group, offer some teachings, teachings that I have taught, you know, I've been teaching many, many years, but with the, even a bigger perspective, and a bigger um, purpose, if you will. And again, we only know kind of where we are. We know that we need to keep this conversation going. And I know that we need to keep supporting one another in that conversation, keep going forward, forward in smaller steps. So I thought, I kept on thinking, you know, power, purpose, passion, the P, the power. And, and then that took me to like three A's, which is awareness, aware, allow, and accept. And I think even in those three A's, a lot of our psychological limitations are going to get resolved, are going to show up, are going to get resolved. And as we keep working through that, we're going to see the light that we are supposed to see at the end of this tunnel. 